I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You're listening to Suds, Dino, and the Dogfather, featuring former NHL player Rich Sutter, PGA Tour caddy Dale Valelli, and hosted by former Canadian women's national golf coach Dean Spriddle. Welcome, everybody, to Suds, Dino, and the Dogfather, the week of 24th of July. Just finished up the British Open. So before we get started, I'd just like to tell everybody I'm in London, England, and you two boys are roasting yourselves out in southern Alberta at 39 degrees. But we've got a typical British summer, as you saw at the British Open, 19 degrees and rainy. What do you think about that, Dale? It's a nice summer. I think it's 19 degrees inside, and I haven't went outside yet once. So I know Richie's doing a little bit different. <laughs> yeah, Richie, you're toasty. hosing down the, the yard and stuff just in case, eh? We're just hoping that people are wise in the valley here in the next few days because this is getting a little silly. We have to explain where the valley was to Dale, who's only been to Lethbridge for like th- three or four years in his lifetime, so... Never made it down to the river valley, apparently. Well, you'd think he would pay a little bit more attention when he's, you know, when he's not the driver, right? He'd just yeah. be looking around, enjoying the neighborhoods. I guess when you're in the back seat and someone else is driving, you don't really pay attention, eh, Dale? Yeah. Well, the thing that I'm that that I was confused about, where you guys were acting like I like should have known this. Well, there's way bigger valleys that you know. I didn't know if he was in like Calgary in a valley or up north in a valley. You know, I didn't know this tiny little valley had so much precedence on life, telling us that I I had to know this valley. Wow. You know, you know Rich, Dale, if I knew that this bridge? valley, if I knew this valley was that close. I might come there. I might have been there to help prevent some of this stuff too. Yeah, if I knew come, this close. if you ever get back here somehow, um, we'll show you. We'll show you how it, how much how much space how big this valley is. Because the two golf Indian courses are valley. in the valley, Dale. The two golf courses are in the valley. Okay. Has there been any anything? Has anything happened in the valley yet, other than the golf? Yes. Yes. Fires. There has been fires already. There was a fire oh, yeah. at the country club. Well, some guy threw a cigarette over the 13th hole and just about burnt half a, about an acre before they got to put it out. 
Yeah, no, that was so dry. So dry. Okay, hey, anyways. Well, you know. So, so but, speaking, uh, of, speaking of Summerdale, we're just kind of wondering, Dean and I, I wonder when, when, when's, when's going to be a time we come down and you can host us at uh, your course. Well, you can come down anytime, especially if you guys are going to get evacuated. You can, there's a bunch of housing here <laughs> that you guys, <laughs> you can come hang out for a week or two. I have to. We're, we're not saying we're in that state yet. Hopefully. No, no, but honestly. Yeah, we're um, not desperate, Dale. No, I know. And, you don't want to spend a week uh, in medicine, huh? And I, I, I don't want to honestly joke about fires or anything like that because there's been way too many of them. But yeah, honestly, uh, you guys, anytime you want to come down, you know, we're, uh, our golf course is, has a has a big shortage of water that's run by the city, and they they uh, they don't give us very much. And you should see our golf course too. So I do know where you're at with, and it is you know it's forty degrees here too today, and it has been for four or five what, days. What, I'm curious, Dale. Do you think Desert Bloom would be in better shape than down the bottom? Well, they get a they they get as much water as they want, so they can. That's my point. Yeah, they can. You know, we can, as even cannot like where I'm at. You can't even. If they want to pay for it to get more, it doesn't mean shit. They can't get it. Like they're on a valve on a dam system with the St. Mary's Dam, which is connected to the city, which the city gets to decide and it wants their two ponds full before it gives cannot. And there's always going back and forth with it. And, and uh, I don't know the full details, but I know that you couldn't, they couldn't even, they couldn't even uh, pay for more right now. So yeah, you know, well, we can always call Billy Bitch up, hey, Dean. Yeah, no kidding. But do you not have water on the left-hand side of six? There's not a pond there. Well, on the left-hand on, on 18, yeah. So they have enough there. If they were to not get water, you know, they'll just keep draining and draining and draining and draining. Like, they have they have enough to get by, but they don't have enough to, oh, you know, do all the sense. fairways. Especially you know. it's this hot, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, like, right well, now. I mean, it's that's a good segue. Good segue if, to even if you put water on, Even if you put water on them right now, it would literally be gone in half a second. Yeah, for sure. Oh. Wow. Good segue to the British Open where there's plenty of water going around. It rained the entire 18 holes. Yeah, well, you, it's about time that it's been, you know, I, I I remember waking up. Every, I mean, I guess as a kid not waking up, but I loved waking up and watching the boys with their hats on backwards and the umbrellas flying away. And, you know, obviously as I got older, I, I was like, man, that sucks. And then when I started working in it, it was like, man, you do not like working in it. But you know, when you're at the British Open, for whatever reason, you're only there for once or one week or two weeks. Doesn't matter what it is. The whole the whole time you're there, you're there to to do the golf thing, and yeah. and you know that that's part of it. And it's believe it or not, it is. It's part of it, and it's fun. You know, if you're if you're if you're shooting eighty, it's not fun. But you know, if you're uh, if you're playing good, but that golf course, I hadn't been there. Very interesting golf course. You know the the way it would go out and in and out and in and you'd get and then the wind was opposite and it wasn't that typical where you go nine, nine and it's nine back, you know yeah. eight of the nine holes are the same and then coming back eight of the nine are the same this one was downwind into the wind crosswind downwind you know and you look at it on that peninsula um yeah no, I really like hey, it. Dale, do you know that when i played it used to be a race course like a long time ago 30 years ago that's oh, really that out of bounds on the right of 18 it was a race track so we'd yeah. go all the way around that way, and you'd come around. The <laughs> so they just turned it into out of bounds. And it used to be the first. You know the. They've changed it quite a bit. The whole, the whole, the whole golf tournament came down to one stat, and 
if the stat wasn't, you know, if it even was the four, the 53 out of 54 from inside 10 feet by Harmon. Yeah. 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 That's right. Um, you know, that if, if at, I don't know what second place was even, you know, in a percentage near there, but I guarantee if he was even just having a great week, not just an unbelievable week, it would yeah. have been an insanely good golf tournament. Yeah. It would have been eight, seven, seven, six, eight, seven, eight. It would have been going back and forth like crazy, especially because you get the hour gaps in between at the open, because generally people don't run away with it. You know, that's why someone can play so good on Saturday, like Brom. And so you get an hour gap, you know, you get 20 guys tied at a certain number there all the time, you know, like 20 at 100, 18 at even. Um, But yeah, everyone sure does love the open. I tell you what, it's a, I got up, I stayed up for the first, I watched 11 hours the first day. I watched nine hours the second day. And then I caddied for my, my girlfriend for, two days in her club championship attempted that's, to anyways. I oh, she's that to that. But um, I, uh, so I didn't get to watch as much on, on Saturday and Sunday, but. Um, you know, I think the only thing uh, I thought about the open was there was no win. It was relatively. What's no that? Win. There was relatively no win. Yeah. The highest, the highest gust I even, uh, the highest gusting hot, like when in that 11 and a half and nine hours and like four and four, I, I seen was 26 miles an hour one time. Yeah. And that was early on Friday morning, I think is what it was. But it was really weird because it, you know, they anticipated rain like every day, all day. And then yeah. um, that, you know, Dean, you're from there. It, that changes in two seconds anyways. Well, it's, it's like, a, yeah. it's like an opposite. Yeah, it's like it's an opposite of a microclimate where it's because it's always cold, but it's like it can change in five seconds. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, you know, one side are... of the golf course can get rain and the other side can't be. Sometimes it's 30 miles an hour over there and it's 20 over there. And that makes a big difference. The first couple of days. Well, what do we think of, what do we think, what do we think of Mr. Harmon? Uh, well, I'll tell you, I've got a really good story about Brian Harmon. Um, not like a really like great story, but I played in one. Uh, American Junior Golf Association tournament, AJGA, uh, big deal back then. That's when they were really getting going. It was the Thunderbird Invitational at, the Gray, at Greyhawk in Phoenix. And the RCGA, like Doug Roxborough, Henry Brent, and those guys, Dino, you'd know them. They got me an exemption into it being a top junior. You probably even remember that even. Yeah, I do remember it well. But uh, they roomed us with a person each for the week. You know, they just combined you with someone for the week and you stayed on site and whatever. And everyone stayed in the same area because I think there was only like 70 people in it. But uh, my roommate was Brian Harmon for the week. Never met him. You know, met him and and spent a week with him. So I've known him since I was 17. So that's 20 years ago. Hey, Dale, Um, is that one of the juniors that you were taller than? (laughs) He wasn't back. He would have been but six. He might have been actually. I don't even know. Uh, that's funny, you know, good, good one. Player. Okay. Great player. Uh accurate, uh deliberate, obviously that got out of control a little yeah, bit. But you know the thing that. is, is the waggles. You know, the thing is, is he's always been like that with his wedges and his yeah. pitch shots, and you can go back and look and read and listen and and uh what ended up happening, obviously, as it was going on, like it just went a little more to his his mid irons and his and it went back to his his long game and yeah, sure. and you know that was, but that's trying to win your first major. You know he's had twenty four hundred days in between wins. Um, I want to say, did he have eight runner ups? Yeah, he's a two. I want to say like somebody. 
you know, this is a little bit different. It obviously led into the rest of his game and, you know, these pre-shot waggles. And you know what? Get The, the coverage doesn't need to be putting on the waggle counter. Like, give it a fucking no, break. Sure. Like, I mean, but the, it's the fans. You know what? Yeah. If he's going to get a penalty, he's going to get a penalty. He wasn't behind. So, about you the know, fans? You're, you're fishing for something. I mean, the guy doesn't give a shit anyways. Let me know. I, I, I let, let me tell you that. I promise you. He oh, doesn't sure. give a fuck. But if how it about was the fans, 12 waggles or 42. How about the fans, Odell? Fans crying out against him. Obviously, they well, want. Yeah, they want yeah. Tommy to win, but I, it's getting. Of course, they wanted Tommy to win. Like, like Lockie said, my son. He goes, "It's just getting like other sports now, where the guys are calling out as the guys are playing, right? You know, at basketball and football, they oh. shoot abuse at you. Now they're shooting. Oh yeah, arm in there. Miss well, it. Yeah, and they, Miss uh, it, Brian. They, and they they said to they said to him after he made that second bogey on Saturday. Uh, a fan was chirping at him as he was going to the next tee, and uh, he said they used they that for motivation. Yeah, and yeah. you know, guess what? Being an underdog, being an underdog, and being cheered against, and you know, they already know that going over there. But uh, being an underdog, dude, you sometimes you you get into a different mindset that you don't even know that you even have. Sure, you know, you want uh, you want to prove I... them wrong. Not only you not only want to do it for yourself, now you also want to prove them wrong. I'll tell you, I was so thrilled for him. I mean, I watched pretty much full day, but the last three, four holes, I was glued. And, you know, it was just such a cool story, underdog story. And just, I loved how he stayed with it under the conditions. And, and you know, he, he just kind of looked around and said, I don't give a rat's ass what everyone else is thinking. No one's even going to come close to me. I'm running this right out. Tough little guy. Yeah. Tough guy. Yeah. I no, was good. It. And, like, I uh, the last two that were there, you know, they they obviously brought the fairways in by a bunch. They brought that internal OB in, but they also made ten a par four that used to be a par five when those guys played it the prior prior yeah. two years. That's why seventeen under and eighteen under were winning. Um, but uh, I thought it was a great mix. I the one thing I did, I wish there was just a little bit more, like uh, a little like. I like the burns. I like that. You know how they want, like, I, I wish there was like a water hole where there was a super penal, like a super penal hole. Cause oh, that rough seemed sparse. Like it oh, seemed sure. like it's it was not exactly. sparse, but it was, it went, it went fairway and there's bunkers. The bunkers were their penal aspect, the sure. very different type. Like, but then it went like rough and then you can get on other fairways, which I fucking hated because way better. Thing, thing, so so on the course, guys, was there, did they say there was 83 bunkers? Yeah. Okay, so 89. 83 bunkers, or 80, whatever it was, it was in the 80s, and he hit, what, he hit the last bunker in 18 behind the green? Yeah, he got up and down. <laughs> and, it, and it was an easy up and that down. That was the only one? Yeah, which was incredible. And, you know, like, the stats, like, when a guy has a week like that, you know, like, everything, like, like to win, to, I mean... To go fifty three out of fifty four inside ten feet, that's incredible. If you don't, they, you know, if you like, hey, you Dale. are in a different world. Yeah, if you did that in five feet, you'd be unbelievable. Yeah, uh, unbelievable. Well, ten feet, right? It's it's incredible. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. And, like, we don't know how many, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, how many, how many that it was. But, you know, you get a lot of five, six, seven-footers there, like, yeah, no sure. matter what. You don't get a lot of three-foot birdie putts unless it's a, you know, you don't get many... No, but you get a lot of to get the ball. You know, 12, 14 footers like for, Bert, you know, you know how it goes, but uh, crazy. That was amazing. The unbelievable. One, yeah. The one aspect though, um, those bunkers are penal, right? I mean, you asked Justin Thomas and several guys that's all going backwards and then they changed that after the first day, which is quite unique. They raked them a little differently uh, so the ball yeah, so not stay up against they the left. They did that. And they did it on both ways too, because you, the I think that if they would have had it, because I watched that, I watched the Sky Sports, uh, this Fire Stick, I watched Sky Sports, so that came on right at the five minutes before the first tea time came on each time, and uh, they like instantly on, and uh, they could have kept the bunkers at the front like that, but at the back, or sorry, like against the face. Yeah. If you have it against the face, okay. But when they were rolling into the bunkers and you had no shot, they had to change that. That one it, did have to get changed. They had to make it run to the middle. Yeah, the but ball then they just the front, did it fine. all the way around. They couldn't even stand in there a few times, eh? So Richie, yeah, you know, I think you can go, you can go, uh, you can go both ways on that though, too, because the tea time, like six a six six a.m. tea times till four p.m. tea times. That's a long day and a long like. That's 14 and a half hours of golf. And, you know, there's different waves and different things happen. And you can't change something right. You can't change something until after anyways. And it's, you got, you got the waves. So you could have been like, well, no, let's play it both days like that and allow everyone that, you know, to potentially, you know, their morning time or whatever, but they do that at learning and they, they will, they will change something and they're happy to change it. They yeah. listen to the players. PJ tour doesn't listen to the players as much. They do, you know, they say they do. Uh, but the the RNA are like they do listen, and they would have listened to all of that shit, and they would have made. I, I think it's probably the right play. Richie, good for golf or not? Brian Harmon winning. I kind of threw this out earlier. You know, I I I, I love that um, topic because you know everyone wants to see the big guys win, right? And and everyone wants to see the favorites win or who the favorites going in for the week or who's playing well and who's got the best chances, but. Um, it would have been great for a guy like Tommy Fleetwood being, you know, kind of a bit of a local guy. It would have been kind of awesome for that. Um, but on the other side, you, you look at these guys like like Brian Harmon, like these guys are there for a reason too. They're good golfers. We all know that. And, and they're all capable of winning. And for them to string four rounds together like he did, um, comparatively to how some of the other guys struggled, um, I also think it's a great thing for golf to show that, that uh, if you you hit it right and you have and you have a good four or five days, you got a great chance to win. It just goes to show how hard it is to win. Yeah, no kidding, Dale. Good for golf or not? Oh yeah, I mean, I think it, I think you get that uh, the British Open. Sometimes you do get guys like that, and it's it's nice that you get an opportunity. Uh, some of these 
like the U.S. Open and the and these ones are you know the big you got to be big ball hitter hitting you know it's strong and you know you don't get a lot of that. The British Open, you can plot your way around these golf courses. You know the you get to know it and you know play to your game. And the guy's been trending for quite some time. And uh, even that Sepp Straka, look at that. You know yeah, gets no. the, we talked about it. Get, gets the new caddy. Gets that Kevin Kisner's caddy in two weeks now. He's had him. He finishes first, almost shoots 59, second week now, second in the British show. Or was there third? Did he finish? Or finished tight, tight second, second, right? Yeah. Tight for second. Tight for um, how much that made, by the way? What did that make? One tight for no? second for them. 1.78 million each. Nice. Wow. And then, and then, uh, highest, yeah, that was their highest ever. And uh, I don't know. It's, it, it, uh, you like this? The British Open is so it is the World Open because that's where you get all the you know the Asia like the like all yeah. those guys are coming from. And you know, yeah. a lot of them don't come over 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 west, so it is a World Open, uh, <laughs> but it is the Open. But um, I don't know. I love it that it's once a year. I can I loved watching the Scottish Open before. I can watch it a couple of times a year. Yeah. Obviously, it only really works once a year. Uh, I like to see. I like seeing an underdog go up against all those guys and. and uh, and he ran so, away with it. He, I like to see it. Not even, not. I'm really happy to see a guy that worked so hard and, and stayed, you know, five, six years in between, seven years in between wins. For sure. And, yeah. yeah. I, 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 I think it's great for golf. It, it makes people, it shows the underdog, the underdog can win. The yeah, best, sure. the biggest, the, you know. I think kind of a cool yeah. story too was, correct me if I'm wrong here, guys, but um, his caddy, Bob Twain's brother. Yeah. 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 What a great story that is too, right? Um, with him for years. It was just kind of funny, just kind of funny watching it. And one of my daughters was at the house, and she said to me, "Now, Dad, like either that Harmon guy is really short, or his caddy's really tall." Yeah, it's, funny when <laughs> it's, it's both. It's funny when the amateur came <laughs> on six foot eight, and then then the champion comes on five foot six. But I, uh, he, he had, here's a couple of trivia questions, Dale. Who is who is uh, who did Scott Tway caddy before Brian Harmon? Another Scott, first name. Uh, he Ryder. said it. They they said it too on the on the on the Ryder Cupper from Oklahoma. I don't know who Scott Verplank. Oh really? Because wow. when I caddy for Mike Mays at the Canadian Open, we played with Verplank and Bob Tway. And his brother was on the bag for Scott Verplank. Very cool. Wow, cool. Oh, next, really? next trivia question. There's three left-handers who won the British Open. Bill Mickelson, Brian Harmon. Who is the other? In the ah. history of the game. 1963, the year before I was born. I don't know. From New Zealand. Still don't know. Oh, Yes. Yes, I know it, Richie. Do you know it? I can't think of his <laughs> I name. I'm looking, right at the guy. I'm looking right at him. Glasses, longer hair. Uh, First name God, Bob? I can't say it. Bob Charles. Bob Charles. Charles. Jesus. <laughs> oh, you guys are doing good. Okay. That's a great, that's a great trivia question. That's a great trivia question. That was hey, a good one. Who's the four guys that won the majors this year? Go, Dale. Kepka, Clark. Uh, Gee, dive in. Kepka, Kepka, Clark, 
Carmen, Carmen, Car- and uh, I can't remember. Spaniard. Rumbo. Oh, oh Rumbo. Rumbo! Jesus, how like these are? <laughs> that was simple. That was pretty easy. Yeah, that was. I give you an easy one. I know you struggle on some of the tougher ones, so I thought I'd give you an easy one. Yeah, Ooh, well. So Good Richie, you. you win again. You win again, Dino. You'll laugh at this one. So I go in to watch the final round at a pub in London, downtown London, Trafalgar Square, trying to find a pub. Lockie says it's an Irish pub. That's warm beer. There. Yeah, warm beer, and let's go watch the last bunch of holes. We walk in. There's the hurling championships on. Oh, you're fucking kidding me! No, I'm not kidding. How's that even possible? And the bar was packed with people glued to this TV watching hurling. The national final. Oh, you're hurling. kidding. No, I, I swear. It's like there's t- 10 Did you stay? I was going to say, is, is there any chance I can get the British Open on one of those? <laughs> I'd have been killed. It was unbelievable. <laughs> that is ridiculous. Did you yeah, stay, though? Eh? So, so needs to say you went to another bar. We went to another bar. And then we went back to that one to watch the, the you know, the last the highlights of it. They showed afterwards. And then... Over here, they show they show the whole golf highlights at eight o'clock at night, eight till ten. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Hurling, yeah, it's like what? Yeah, it's on all day. It's on all day. They probably didn't want to watch it. Bunch of guys running around with baskets on their sticks and throwing. Oh, it was, it was crazy. It was packed. Everybody like. Hey, remember, Dean? You're from you're from over there. That's the shit that you used to do. Not that stuff. Do they even call it? That they even call it a sport over there. Yeah, well, that's hey, it's hey, yeah. They don't. They, they put they put tea. Hey, Richie, they put tea in their water bottles. <laughs> hey, Richie, tell <laughs> me what's happening. I've, so obviously, the hurling is bigger than hockey over here. So what's happening in the hockey world the last uh, week or so? I've been gone. What's the big news? Well, no. from a, I think the from a canadian standpoint the biggest thing is is you know obviously arbitration case is still going on but uh and leafs nation uh Ilya samsonov losing his arbitration case uh you know for a for a guy that went around for the Leafs for the first time in years and years uh and came off a great season and a solid playoff uh arbitrator decided you know samsonov wanted 4.9 arbitrator uh or Leafs said 2.6. The arbitrator went conveniently right down the middle, pretty much. Um, you think so that really opens up the that really opens up the door if you're a Leafs fan of concern because uh, that happening uh, now. Samsonov duplicates this past year. He is an unrestricted free agent. Walks at age 27 next year, which is huge uh, for him and the Leafs. But the biggest thing is is uh, what it did for the Leafs too is it gave them a second second option uh, and expect to hear something or maybe nothing at all in the next twenty four hours from the Leafs about uh, it allows them to do another bio because uh, they are obviously over the cap, which is huge, and with the cap only going up a million dollars this year, uh, they're gonna have to rely on Matt Murray who's making four point nine uh, or in that range to either get hurt again and put him on LTIR like Muzzin, or they have to try and find someone to take his contract and eat, eat half of it. So the Leafs are still in a pickle for sure. If you're a Leafs fan. Uh, And the biggest other news is really is, is uh, Eric Carlson coming out in the last couple of days and saying yes at his camp 
and he has spoken to at least four teams about possible trades. Uh, so that to me, that's the next biggest thing is where does Eric Carlson end up here? Which he's could very well happen. Gone, is he? He's if, definitely moving. Sounds like it. You know, here's the guy. That's, that's what I read too. Hundred point plus season, uh, Norris Trophy winner, eleven point five million contract is a stickling point. Uh, obviously, uh, Carolina, Pittsburgh, uh, Toronto, um, and one other team. Trying to the other team is, is in in talks with him. Uh, Carolina is definitely a high on Tarasenko. Speaking of him on a daily basis, but if you're bringing in uh, Carlson, Tarasenko is definitely out of the picture there. So that reverts back to the. Canadian uh, attention span. Where where could he end up back in uh, in, in Ottawa? Toronto's got to shift a bunch of guys. It's going to be really. It's going to be Toronto's going to have a ton of guys walking next year, Dean. I know. Um, it's going to be eight or nine guys UFAs, and so uh, if you're a Leafs fan, you better hope they make some serious noise this coming season, or else they're in dire straits. Yeah, forward. sure. Wow. I was yeah, walking down the street fan. here. This will kill you. I was walking down the street here with Jennifer. We're walking to up the high street and there's a, a lady wearing a San Jose shark sweatshirt of all the places. Wow. Yeah. Well, like of all the teams, know, you know, they, of all the teams, right. You know and what they do? Them. Hey, you know, when, you know, in the, all the extra merchandise, say hey, when they're going to the playoffs or going to make <laughs> the playoffs for all the seat, all that stuff. Do you know what they end up doing with that shit? Send it to London. <laughs> they sent it to London. <laughs> it, did have, it did have 2024 Stanley Cup champions on it, so maybe it's a bit early. No, I'm telling you, no shit. They actually <laughs> they send it to. No, hey, I'm not joking. I'm not. They actually to... send it overseas to third world countries and all that shit for like a pennies on pennies on pennies. And you'll see, I'm you'll go down to that. Brazil and you'll see a hundred fucking uh, Golden State Warriors. Stanley protect like whatever you'll see all over that stuff doesn't just go to waste. So I'm looking for a couple of Canucks uh, jerseys that have won the Stanley Cup back in the 80s and 90s, but I haven't seen any yet. I'm looking hard. You'll and you'll never see another Canucks uh, Stanley Cup jersey, anyways. 1994. Yeah, so you got a couple of busy days in front of you, you know? Yeah, we're uh, a couple more days of visiting here, then we go down to France for a wedding, so it should be interesting too. Obviously, the big news. Big news over uh, Bordeaux. The big news over here is Mbappe, the big uh, French striker. He was offered a billion, $1.1 billion by a Saudi team to go play. $1.1 billion. Yeah. The record transfer. I, that, seven, 770, 776 million for himself. The rest goes to the team and you break yeah. it down and you see they broke it down by, by month, by day, by hour. By second, and he's the amount he's making per second is unbelievable. So that's that's been a big deal. Is that all the cities buying up some of the biggest, you know, biggest soccer players over here? So that's the big news over here. So how's your local tour guide? Your local tour guide giving you having a good time with them. My son is uh, looking after us very well. We've had a good time. We're going to uh, a musical tomorrow down in West End of London, so that should be fun. But um, yeah. Should be good. See all my family this week. Hey, yeah, uh, where where in France, Dino? Bordeaux. Okay. But does that help you, Dale? I've only been, I've only been to France once, so I was just curious. Would you go to Paris? No, no, uh uh can or cans. Can. Yeah, can, can, whatever it was. Yeah, don't say cans. Whatever. Yeah, well, you what, Cannes Music you Festival is the, the day film? after the Cannes Music Festival. 
Okay, so I thought you'd be there for the film festival. Or whatever. No, I went there to. No, I definitely didn't go there. Went in there be- between the British Open and the Olympics. Oh yeah, sure, great. Should yeah. be fun. Look forward to it. What's on the What's on the table for you guys? What's uh, going on, Dale? You tell. Hang on, well, before we get any further, tell me how it was caddying for your significant other in the club championship. It was good. It was her first. It was her first tournament, and, and I needed to be there for rules and and all that stuff. She was nervous and. Um, no, it was good. She's got a lot to learn, and she knows that. And you, you always take information's education, as I say. Absolutely. Um, she needs to work on her putting and and some more short game, obviously. I see that um, long game looks good. I see think that long game is really good. I think a lot of people that start off are generally always going to try to think that they need to hit the long ball and and hit it, and and you know the driver is always the thing that that you know. And then when you break it down, it's obviously short game. Yeah, and good thing putting. once you have. Yeah, so I mean, short game is obviously the most important. It's the way you're going to save the most shots. So yeah, yeah, sure. uh, that's definitely what we learned. Good tough catting for your significant other, though. I tell you what, did she tell you to uh, leave the course at any time? <laughs> Basically, <laughs> I was waiting for that. I was going to ask you. That. Just trying to be nice. I knew she would have. No, she drove me off the course. <laughs> did she? Drop- Didn't tell me to leave. Don't you? Good, Richie. What's going on the What's on the books for you, buddy? Tell us. See you next week. Uh daughter Kendra's thirty second birthday. Yes, yeah. so we're gonna have a uh, birthday dinner here this evening. It's a little fun, and nice. then uh, getting some work done, and uh, headed to Whitefish here in the next few days, and uh, enjoy some time down there. When are you home? We're we are home next Monday week today. Awesome. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Well, hey. It, I bet you're looking forward to having some real bacon when you get back. <laughs> I had real beans. Bacon? I had beans for breakfast today, though. Big beans. Yeah, and, and you had ham for lunch. Well, don't worry. When you get back, there'll be plenty of bacon for you. <laughs> okay, boys, have a great week. Thanks for listening to Suds, Dino, and the Dogfather. Tune in next week and be sure to check out www.theporkmissile.com for merch and more. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.